Delivery Bros. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. And today, we have a special guest. This up, girl, man? I met her on Twitter, okay? Let me tell you about this. Like, her Twitter game is just on fleek, okay? I mean, this girl is doing like Jim Ross commentary like straight up on Twitter. We're watching the same events on like independentwrestling.tv or GCW or something and we're just like, oh my gosh, you see that? Yeah, I saw that. Oh my gosh. You want to be friends? Yeah, let's be friends. Yes! And then um, (laughs) 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 and like, and she's cool as all giddy. Like, she um she actually runs her own um, own podcast, and I'm gonna let her introduce herself and tell you a little bit more about that. Um, Mademoiselle, would you like to tell the people who you are? I sure will. Thank you. And first off, I will say, Anthony, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm a big fan of what I've been hearing. I know, you know we haven't known each other that long, but from what I've been listening to, I love it. So thank you. I, w- I was really happy to be a part of this. Just okay. to let y'all know who I am. My name's Tiffany. And I am, like Anthony said, huge wrestling fan. And, you know, if y'all have followed me on social media at that Rose Tattoo on Twitter and Instagram, you know pretty much what I'm up to. Um, independent wrestling, that's my scene. DCW, especially, that's, you know, kind of my, my thing. I love those outlaws. And yeah, what I like to do is just to get online as a wrestling fan, communicate with everybody. I like to talk and touch base with all wrestling fans of all cultures of all different backgrounds so don't be afraid to hit me up on twitter you know if you want to live tweet a show with me that's kind of my thing i like to do that um, especially if it's on iwtv you can always find me on thursday nights um, right now they're doing the yeah the thursday night fix is what they're doing um, and hopefully they'll get back to doing uncharted territory or beyond wrestling every thursday but that's one place you can get at me or whenever gcw is doing a show um that's usually on fight tv uh, live tweet that with me. Take a, take a look at uh, my gifts that I do. That's something I've gotten into recently that I like doing. But oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, social media is my thing. Also, I want to plug right quick. Um, I also do articles, uh, write reviews for Bumwine Sports. So uh, check those out whenever you can. I uh, just read my crazy reviews on these shows and see how much I love them. Mm. And I'm telling you, like, she is on point with the gift gang, y'all. <laughs> Thank like she you. been catching some spots. I was like, how did she catch that spot? Like, well, I'll, just, t- I'll tell you this right quick. Um, one thing, and I mentioned this on Twitter last night, IWTV and uh, Fight TV are two different animals. If y'all are, you know, if you're out there wanting to get into the gift game or video clips or things like that, IWTV is much harder because you have to be on the spot to catch those, those uh, really nice moments. They don't have a replay button. <laughs> on no. IWTV's live stream. Fight TV, you have a 10-second replay option. That's just a little clue out there for people that um, are kind of into the video thing like I am. Um, yeah, so when you're doing that, just make sure you're watching. I really have to, you know, to get those good spots, I really have to stay watching the show. I can't be jumping back between my Twitter feed and the show. It's it's sometimes difficult, but it's fun. Yeah, because, like, girl, like, you be catching some spots. I'm like, that happened so fast. How did she catch that? <laughs> 
<laughs> just trial and error, a lot of trial and error. Sometimes I'll really miss one. And I'm like, nowadays I'll get kind of upset with myself. I'm like, oh man, I missed that spot. Cause I was, you know, checking out my Twitter or looking at my phone or something like that. But uh, yeah, you have to really be into the show, which I am, you know, watching wrestling. I've been doing that for so many years, which we'll talk about here in a moment. But, right. you know, as you get to watching these shows, you kind of, you kind of look for spots and you, you know, as a fan, you kind of see where, okay, they're setting up for something big here. Let me go ahead and pay attention. But yeah, a lot of trial and error, man. Oh, man. Uh, I'll tell you what, I don't know if I want to be that quick. <laughs> I enjoy watching, some, looking at some of these gifts, though. Like, cause like I've I've been a huge wrestling fan since '95, girl. So okay, yeah, cause that's what I got into it. Um, first match I ever saw was Eddie Guerrero, and like yeah. I remember I turned the channel and the first thing I saw was him doing his frog splash. I was like, yes. Yes. What was that? And God bless Eddie. That that was a good time. '95 was a good year uh, to yes, get involved. Was. That was yeah. That um, to me that was like the very front doorstep of the Attitude Era, or what I like to call the, the wars, because you had the wars between WWF, at the time it was WWF, and WCW going on. And a lot of people, a lot of my friends, you know, that previously I was going to school with didn't watch wrestling, and they were kind of, you know, making fun of me, because I've been watching wrestling all along, even in the new generation era, in the, uh, era I said era, kind of was it. I do the same way. thing. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, the new generation era was, you know, in the same ways. It, it had its own errors, but it was a fun time for me. But most of the people I went to school with didn't enjoy that. They were like, oh, that's so corny. That's so corny. You know, why aren't you watching WCW, which back in that day, back in the early 90s, was considered the real stuff. But then you had that year, 95, where there was a big transition where WWE was, or WWF at the time, was starting to get that attitude going on um, mm -hmm. and starting to kind of push names um, that uh, would compete with WCW. So, yeah, that was a great year. Good year to get involved. I agree. I remember, you know, that was like Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then, like, it was just crazy because, like, and I, I got to shout out um, all the luchadors of WCW. Mm -hmm. Because if it wasn't for you, I would have never even saw wrestling. And then when I found out there was another promotion, mm -hmm. I was switching back and forth every Monday. I was just like, okay, who's doing what? The Undertaker did what? Yes. Nice. Oh, exactly. Ray Mysterio did what to Ultimo Dragon? Right. What did Ultimo Dragon do back? <laughs> <laughs> that was the day that you could not miss a show. Um, literally, if you missed a show back then, you missed out. And y'all have to keep in mind for the listeners – we didn't necessarily have the internet that we have today. If you missed it, mm -hmm. yeah, you'd have to rely on if you didn't uh, videotape it or, you know, you'd kind of have to rely on other people to kind of tell you what happened. So, yeah, those were the days where you could not miss a show. Or you got to buy the magazine, shoot. That's the truth. That's the truth. Buy yeah. the monthlies and be like, oh, so this happened on that episode. Yeah. Like, oh, man, you talk mm -hmm. about, like, being in the moment. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And yeah, that's, that's what it was. You really had to be there in the moment or you missed out. And, you know, kind of like I going back to what I was saying and being a wrestling fan in those days. And then even further back when I started watching, like back in 85 with my dad, 
you had such a huge amount of wrestling going on. This was back in the territorial days. Um, oh my gosh, girl. Oh yeah. <laughs> you had uh, WWF, um, which was kind of for the kids. Um, and you know, me growing up then, I was you know, five or six years old. That was kind of my speed. And then you had my father who you know, kind of ushered me into the whole wrestling things. He'd been a fan all his life too. He was more of the NWA. Uh, this was before mm -hmm. they turned over to WCW and all of the Mid-South territories, because I'm from Arkansas. Oh, and yeah, yeah that, was, that was our thing. And so it was kind of a generation gap. Um, when I would go and watch my WWF on Saturday morning, you know, that was the thing, um, go and watch Superstars, he'd be kind of laughing at me, you know, why are you watching that cartoon, man, blah, 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 you know, uh, why are you going to watch an NWA, because, you know, we had a uh, cable, even though it was pirated, but, you know, God rest my daddy, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, everybody at one point in their life had that guy, okay? Yes. It's all good. We yeah. all had that guy. I had an auntie and uncle. I go over to their house, and we didn't you have cable at the time. It's like, know. oh, we got a guy. Flick? Uh-huh. <laughs> we came in for like three years. There you, and, that, and that's how you got hooked up back then. You know, just like kind of nowadays people go to pirate and things like that. I'm like, I can't hate on you too much. We, we stole cable back in the days just so we could watch wrestling. Man. <laughs> but we would watch uh, on TBS back in the day. Um, you know, 605. That was when uh, Saturday night. They aired their show, the mothership, so to speak. And um, my dad, that was his time. But he knew, you know, we had two separate times. Saturday morning, that was me. That was WWF. And then Saturday night, that was him with his um, NWA. But, uh, yeah, it was funny to have that kind of um, competition because I'd be telling my daddy, oh, well, WWF is this good. And they did this. And Macho Man Randy Savage, who was my guy back in the day uh, that was that oh, was my hero yeah. yes that was and um you know my, macho man. oh macho man was the best and my dad would sit there and laugh at me like well i would watch him back when he was in mid-south in memphis you know because my dad knew everything mm. and it, it was funny to get that kind of history from my father and kind of talk to him and um learn you know basically you know what the territories were and you know there was a lot more out there than just wwf and of course, in, you know, 40 years later or 35 years later, as I grow up, I can't get enough of all that old footage. Go back oh and watch gosh, it all yeah. the time. It's great. Oh, yeah, because sometimes I'll be watching like old matches like the Road Warriors. I remember mm -hmm. when Road Warriors and um, mm -hmm. actually I don't remember, but I used to watch because like, I had an uncle who was the same way because mm -hmm. he was from um, Memphis. Oh, OK. So he he'd be like, yo, you need to watch this match. Dusty Rhodes and um, Road mm -hmm. Warriors. Mm -hmm. Like we're like a trios team at one time, and they were trios champs yep. and stuff like that. Yeah, and I realized where the angle from um, recently from um, John Moxley's angle where he got the eye patch right now. Yes, it, it came from that Dusty Rose Roll Warriors beef. That and, and isn't that great how they bring that back into play? And that's one thing I will speak on AEW um, and that attention to detail. I love that, and you're right about that. They they pull all these old little um, details and gimmicks and things like that and put it in AEW. And I think it's kind of like a little Easter egg for fans like us yeah. to, you know, kind of noticing that, hey, they did that back then. And um, NWA Power. Um, you know, oh my NWA gosh, Revival. I love that show. Isn't it wonderful? I, I'm so happy that it's here. Um, I'm, I'm really happy with what uh, Dave Lagana and Billy Corgan have brought forth uh, because yes. they do that as well. They pull in all these old little tidbits and all these old little details that sometimes only fans from the 90s and from the 80s will get. And so mm -hmm. that, that's good. I, I think it's nice. It's like um, a little call, a little shout out 
to those fans saying we haven't forgotten you. And that's special. It really is. And then, I mean, they got talented wrestlers. I, I've already, I was already a fan of Nick Aldis back when he was in Impact. Mm-hmm. And Zicky Dice, I'm not going to lie, I've become a Zicky Dice fan. Yes, I ain't going to lie either. He's, uh, you know, I've watched, um, it was a West Coast, uh, West Coast Pro on IWTV, uh, 17 Reasons. This was a couple of weeks ago, and he um, was on that card. And prior to that show, I had only seen him on NWA Power. Um, mm-hmm. So seeing him outside of um, that and in a different promotion, seeing him work, that's what got me um, kind of, I guess, started on being a Zicky Dice fan. He's, he's really, really good. He's diverse. Um, yes. and, and that's something we need, especially on the independent scene. We need that diversity of wrestler, those guys that can get out there and they can do, you know, mat wrestling, or they can get out there and they can do that entertainment uh, value that people need uh, to oh, draw yeah. the fans in. He's great. He's really good at that. So yeah, Zicky Dice is one of my favorites. Um, Ricky Starks. Um, oh yeah. That's another one that I, I just really enjoy watching. I got a chance to got a chance to meet Ricky Starks when I went to Austin a couple of weeks ago. Nice. Oh, he's a wonderful guy. He really is in person, very genuine, um, and you could tell that he loves what he does, and it shows in his ring work. Uh, but I'm very glad to see that he's come up in NWA and still on the Texas scene doing his thing as well. So yeah, big big ups to uh, Zicky Dice and Ricky Starks. Oh yeah, man, big ups to the whole roster. It's good to see some like familiar faces in there. See. See the Pope. Yes. Because uh, I've always liked his mic work. Mm-hmm. I, I missed him in wrestling so much. I, I've always liked him as a commentator and stuff, but, mm-hmm. man, I was a fan when he was wrestling, too. So it's good to see him back. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Melina, got to give a shout out to her. Yeah. Oh, Definitely. man. Definitely. I, it's good to see all these all these people that have, have I'll, I'll say have in the present tense, they still have so much to give to wrestling. Yes. And in this day and age where we have a lot of, you know, just a lot going on, those people that still have that talent, that still have that voice, they need that platform. And I'm glad the NWA and, you know, AEW and a lot of other indies out there are giving them that platform because mm-hmm. these people still have something to do and they still have something to say. I completely agree. I mean, it's just so much talent. Yes. It's, oh, my gosh. Like, like, for instance, like, I just got into MLW, like, last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was because I actually got to meet Alex Hammerstone. Oh, okay. uh, I met him in, like, June of last year. Because nice. he came uh, – because we got this promotion out here called Journey Pro KC. Uh-huh. And it's, um, it's with the um, IWTV network. They don't do any live streams yet. They're working on it. They're associated with, like, St. Louis Anarchy and stuff. Okay. So okay. a lot of the St. Louis Anarchy guys will go – over there like once a month to do a show with them mm-hmm. and he went against um christian rose yeah and i was just sorely impressed with the dude because the dude i mean for a dude his size he moves really fast he's he really does he's got this like charisma that oozes out and you just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i like this guy yeah <laughs> I, and I when really... you when you say mlw too um that's one I, you know, there's so many promotions that I need to get deeper into MLW and I I kind of, um, kind of get mad at myself for not watching more of it. I've watched, you know, some MLW just to know of people that I I really enjoy, you know, Mance Warner, uh, Filthy Tom Lawler, uh, guys like that. Um, 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's God. <laughs> you know, you know, I can't wait to see him answer again. Um, matter of fact, tight, uh, AIW is going to, uh, he's going to be on that card. So, yeah. But, uh, yep. Uh, the MLW scene, though, I've got to get more into that because they have started branching out. They're getting up there. I don't oh, know yeah, what, they got it from uh, the partnership with AAA. Yes. I don't know what Court Bauer is doing, but he's doing the right thing. So. Oh, my gosh, because, like, L.A. Park is in there. They, yes. Um, what's the name? Uh, BCA Say, Say, Say. Say, 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 yeah. Yep. yep. Um, I mean, just – and then, of course, you know, Jordan Oliver is on there. Yes. But, that's my young man. That's my young bull. <laughs> that that boy is going places. Is um, he? Oh my gosh! Like I he's, love Jordan Oliver. He's so good, and he's so easy to hate. He's one of those love to hate, like the old Roddy Piper vibe. You yes. When you know when when he's out of the ring, you're like he's so very charismatic. But when he gets you know gets to be his you know heel character, you're like man, shut up. You know he's such a good heel, and I just can't wait. I mean, he's so young. He's so very young. Yeah, cause is he like only like 21? He's only 21 years old. He's got the whole next couple of decades to grow. And exactly. That's, that's one to watch. Him um, and so many of those other MLW guys that are out there, they got these young. MJF. These young, yes. Um, yes. Young Richard folks. Holiday is Holiday. Like, I like God. the Dynasty group. I'm not going to even sit here and lie. I know. I, I'll give them, see, I'll give them hell when I go online on Twitter. Holiday's one, because, uh, you know, he works a lot of Beyond Wrestling up north. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I'll get, uh, you know, get, kind of get online and get on to them. But they make such great heels, though. You can't help oh, but just love gosh. to hate them. Like the AirPod thing, the AirPod gimmick is just great. Isn't it great? <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Like, because, like, I mean, you're putting Alex Hammerstone, MJF, and Richard Holiday all in one group. That's a lot of hate. That's, <laughs> That's a lot of love magic. To hate. <laughs> it really is. It's freaking magic. I mean, MJF is probably one of the greatest people on the mic right now in this generation. He really is. I mean, amen to that. I mean, and when you get and when you see their promos, when they do these, you know, and they, they do wonderful promos, they mm. get together and they just do these fantastic and where they get and just these, they, 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 you can't stand them. They get on there on these videos and they're just like, you know, you just want to smack them. And that just goes to show you how good they are. These, I mean, these dudes are really good at, at pulling their character out and making it real to people. It's just like they're actually regular Joes, but man, like mm -hmm. their Twitter game, like mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so it is awesome. a it's a fantastic. I mean, you, I mean, like, how do they stay in character? MJF, especially, it's hard to, you know, keep that persona up. And I was hearing, you know, just recently on the AEW cruise, uh, people that I knew that had, that had gone on it, he kept that persona up all through that. And I'm sitting there thinking, that's talent. That's not just him working. That's actual talent coming through. Man, he that he's he's definitely going to be like top tier. Oh yeah. Because like I watched the last episode of AEW, and mm -hmm. I was just like. <laughs> Man, if he didn't have heat before, that that got him. That yeah, if 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 anybody had their doubts of how good MJF is, it just being an evil, just just hateable person. Go back and watch AEW. I had to go back. I was watching a GCW in Japan night two on nice. Wednesday. Yeah, I was that was great. I'll talk about that in a moment. But go, I went 
back and watched uh, AEW. And I had to run. I was, you know, seriously running it back. I'm like, did they really go that far? And yes, they did. Yes, they did. I made sure they had to put a viewer discretion on the YouTube clip. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, are we at that level now? Yes, we are. (laughs) I was like, man, this probably had some flashbacks of the ass whooping I got. I was like, I was feeling Cody for a minute. I was like, Cody, I feel your you pain, know. buddy. Yes. Oh. And, and uh, you know, to Cody, too, Cody will make you feel it. Cody has, and this comes from Dusty. I mean, that, that comes directly from Dusty and his brother Dustin, too. They're good mm-hmm. at um, emoting. They're good at reflecting and making the audience feel exactly what they feel. So if anybody had their doubts about Cody, just like if anybody had their doubts about NJF, go back and watch AEW Dynamite. That that will bring you in as a viewer. I'm, I, won't, I wouldn't be surprised if that brought in a lot of new fans. People are saying, oh, that might turn some people off. No, no, I think that, you know, coming from that old school, and that was very old school NWA oh, yeah. 80s. That, that, and that's, that's what brings in fans, uh, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was something that if you're a fan of wrestling, I, I would say you need to go back and watch that. That's exactly what, because it's just like, man, he, like, his dad would be so proud. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He, I mean, he carries on that whole Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes legacy so well. Him and Dustin. I don't want to discard uh, Dustin. Oh, Dustin's no, because I love up. Dustin, too. Oh, yeah. He's out there still doing work. But Cody especially, um, he's just, I think he just has that actor vibe in him because he's done that acting before. He really brings that emotion out to where you feel it and where you understand it. It's the steely blue eyes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it has to be something. Might as well be the eyes. It's the, it's the silly blue eyes, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. I see how you got Brandy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another You know, Brandy is, she's really surprised me over, I think, just the past year or so, coming into the role that she has. And that goes back to the whole, when we were, when we were talking um, earlier about Black women, uh, female fans in wrestling mm-hmm. there needs to we need more like brandy to come out there and just not care do the damn thing because brandy will get out there and she'll be the most evil you know as, as you know as opposed to when you know in her mm-hmm. nxt days you know when she was eating or what have you sweetest you know thing she can really get into that character just like her husband and mm-hmm. we yeah we need that as you know females in wrestling, not just black females, but all females in wrestling kind of need those strong characters to attach themselves to. And I think that's wonderful, you know, what she does as far as her character. And I've become attached to that. You know, some people, you know, oh, disagree. Yeah. Some people say, oh, you know, she's not that great. I think what she's doing is great. I think, I she's think it's wonderful. I like the Nightmare Collective thing yes. she's got going on. Yes. It's kind of, it, 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 when I look at her, I think of like some, like, like some character, like, New Orleans, like voodoo. Yes. She reminds, me, she reminds me a lot of um, Sherry, Sensational Sherry, in a, in a, a few ways. Um, good grief. That's, well, a, that's a good one. Right there. I just, well, just because you know, back in the day when I was younger, that was one of the females, because you mentioned New Orleans and Sherry was from New Orleans. Um, but that was a character that I really attached to, because um, I always loved the bad guys when I was a little kid, and still now, I, you know, I'll, I'll get behind the bad guys, and Sherry mm-hmm. was one, um, you know, she just didn't give a damn. She got out there, and she was a, a hellcat, and I think Brandy has a lot of that vibe in her, and I like that. I think uh, those, like I said, those strong personalities, as opposed to, you know, just kind of standing by and smiling and being nice, 
yeah, we need those strong personalities. Oh, yeah, so. I was really impressed. The first time Brandy really impressed me mm-hmm. was um, the Wrestle Kingdom that Cody was in. Yes. And I was impressed by like just the fact she was just talking smack into the camera on the way out in the entrance and stuff like that. I was just like, oh, I've never seen this side of her. Right? I was right? just like, okay, Brandy, I see you. Yes. And she Man, brought they were that out. to cheat, do whatever they had to do to win that match, that's, too. It was that's awesome. the truth. That's the truth. That, that was that side that we needed to see. And so, yeah, she carried that over into AEW. And I'm like, hell yes. That, that, that's, that's the woman that we need. So, yeah, I've always got love for Brandy for bringing that out. And, um, and for Awesome Kong, I know that uh, she's kind of taking time off uh, now um, mm. behind the scenes to go and do, I think it's the fourth, fourth season of GLOW. We're already on the fourth season. Oh, yeah. And yeah. one thing about Kong I love, I love the fact that because, like, I didn't know for, like, a hot minute, mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, that name sounds familiar because I was looking, looking at the credits, like, the first season. I'm just like, mm-hmm. hold on, let's type that name in. Who? She looks familiar. <laughs> I was just like, that's awesome Kong that's awesome Kong I was like sitting there I'm just like Mm -hmm. wow isn't that wonderful that's another example of that great diversity you know you only see you know sometimes you only see one side you know you see what the Kong that we remember like from TNA Mm -hmm. back in the day and then you see her in her acting role and it just goes to show you these people these men and these women um, are just so diverse and they can do so much when they're given the opportunity. You know, they just have to be given that platform mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll show you, they'll give you the world. Yeah, it was like, it was like seeing a whole vulnerable side of her mm-hmm. like that I loved. And because, you know, I've seen interviews with her and everything, you know, she's, and she seems like a super awesome person. Oh yeah. Shout out to awesome Kong, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, Looking at who she is, like, she's, like, the biggest threat in women's wrestling, mm-hmm. like, for two decades, pretty much, like, being yeah. trained by Aja Kong. Yes. Like, just destroying people in Japan. Mm-hmm. Her, um, her matches with um, with um, Ayako Hamada. Yes. Some of the classics. Mm-hmm. And just seeing her now, just, like, I'm, I can't get enough of her like like her versatility she really is versatile and she's great and i'm i'm hoping um we're gonna get a lot more of that uh, whenever you know she does come back from this hiatus but um yeah that's just another one of those strong personalities as far as you know just black women in wrestling there's so much just out there and so many young ones coming up you know i'm talking about yeah awesome kong who's been around for you know decades we've got a lot of you know young and really hungry talent coming up that I can't wait to see how they do, not just in um, NXT and AEW, but also on the indie scene. Oh, yes. Um, let's see. Huge fan of um, AJ Gray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, AJ, right. he's, he's um, and I'll say this right quick. Uh, my first time seeing him live was back in December uh, for, GC, for Long Live GCW. Actually, um, both Wombat um, and then the next night in um, Nashville for Long Live GCW. And on both nights, um, for uh, the previous night um, was my first time actually seeing him. And then the next night was when he actually won the GCW championship for that very short period um, before RSP, you know, did his thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that emotion, he's, he's another one that's really, really diverse. He's able to get in there, do the mat work. He can wrestle. He can wrestle. Oh, Polk yes, kinda, he can. Yeah, Polk kind of, you know, they kind of they sleep on that. 
he can actually get in there and do mat work and he can make you feel you know if they watched long live gcw and they didn't feel something yeah that was an awesome pay-per-view and they if they if they didn't feel something when he won when he beat nick gage i'm sorry but you know i don't know what more to tell you i lost my shit when he did that i was like wait he beat nick gage yes Yes, and I, I, you know, I went crazy. I, you know, I, I literally reached in the ring, you know, because it's standing right at the ring. There, I just reached in and hugged him. I was just like, "You did it!" And then, you know, he actually went on Twitter and mentioned me and said he wouldn't forget that. And I was just like, "You know what? You got a fan for life, bro." <laughs> oh man! Shout out to AJ Gray. Um, I, I will love him forever. I can't wait to see him in Tampa. I'm definitely going to for the culture. Um, definitely going to see everybody there. Do you know Crime Time's coming back? Uh, yes, to- I was so happy to see that <laughs> announcement. I was the- so happy. You don't know how happy because I love Shad and JT. Yes, yes, I- those are my dudes. Oh, aka Team Sexy as fuck. <laughs> right. And they're looking good. I don't know. I tweeted out. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I looked at this. I looked at their workout picture. I'm like, damn. Okay, I, I'm getting to Tampa. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe I need to. Like, man, I gotta go. Like, talk I, like, I get in shape. <laughs> that that. You know what? That's the inspiration. I'm telling you. That's the inspiration. Because to be to be real and to be honest, these dudes aren't getting any younger, but they look fantastic. They look younger than what they did when they were working in WWE, you know? So huge inspiration right there. And I just think, you know, part of that is kind of, I think, um, when you get out of that whole WWE culture, you're more free um, Mm -hmm. to express. You're not on the road all the time. You have time to, you know, actually pay attention to your body and to take care of yourself. And so those two, um, JTD and JTG, sorry, getting so excited, Mm -hmm. and Shad, they they are very good examples of what post life WWE can be like. It's not always a sad story. So you know, you have these situations where you have wrestlers that come up and do even better once they leave the promotion. Yeah, because I ain't gonna lie, I was so upset when they released them. Yeah, like, and they did it like they split them up first, which I was yeah. sad about, mm-hmm. and then released Shad, and then JTG stayed for another year, and then he got released. Yeah, and I was just like. They never even got the tag titles. Right. When they were with um, WWE. Exactly. Which always made me very upset because I was just like, mm-hmm. they are so good. Yes. And, and like, I love the G9 finisher. I'm sorry. That's just. Yes. It was a lot of missed opportunity. Um, and it was on, you know, that was WWE dropping the ball. In my opinion, that, you know, there was, they were on point. There was nothing more they could do, I think. It was WWE's fault for not, you know, recognizing the talent they had, which is something they, they're guilty of in, in many situations. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, they did the same thing with MVP. MVP was at, yeah. like, like, the rock levels when it came to crowd pops. Yes. And he was good on the mic, and he was an incredible wrestler. Mm-hmm. I think if they would have gave him, mm-hmm. you know, a chance to show what he could do with a WWE title run, yeah, he probably would have stayed, but at the same time, I'm glad he left and went and did the New Japan run. Yes, it was um, good for him. And of course, you know, he went to Mexico too. He did Impact, right? And I got to see him like really create a different style of yes. uh, wrestling. 
I know he's um he's actually getting ready to retire and stuff now. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it did feel good to see him and Ray Mysterio go at it because he wanted to do it for his son. That was nice. That was that, that was beautiful. I really do. And I agree with you there. That was a beautiful moment. And I, you know, I, I'm very appreciative of what MVP has brought. And like you said, he did. He was another one that went out there and branched out further than where WWE would have taken him. Um, mm-hmm. But to see him come back, you know, just for a, a short bit, um, and to know that he still gets that reaction, that oh, that yeah. says a lot. That says a lot. Oh my gosh! I mean, sure. He and he seems like he's in the best like headspace he's been in a long time. Yes, I, I'm glad for that too. I, you know, you you take time off from you know that hard long schedule that WWE keeps you on, and you see a huge difference. And I think, you know, just personality-wise, and maybe it's just more mental clarity, uh, being out of that game for so long, um, I think it's good, um, especially for a lot of the Black wrestlers to kind of step away from that and kind of just get out and, you know, like MVP did, get into other cultures, Japan, Mexico, and just realize, you know, that whole grind of WWE, uh, there's a lot more out there. I mean, on top of that, like he's out there doing TED talks, which was, that TED talk was amazing. Yes. Um, I'm a fan of him outside the ring, just like I am inside the ring. Like mm-hmm. that man would be going and promoting stuff, like on BET and so like, He'd be like, Yeah, yeah, WWE got a new game coming now. Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> Bow, and it'd be like the hottest promotion. He don't even right? freestyle. He'd be like, Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't see this coming. Like, <laughs> like he he just did so much. That yeah. really put me on as a fan. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, like, I love this guy. Like, I want to be very sad when he retires. But, I mean, he's got a son. And I see how much he loves his son. He's right. doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu with his kid. Yes. Yeah. He's uh, taking that time while he can, you know, while there's still time left. So, that's admirable. That really is admirable. Yeah. Have you ever seen the, um, the Viceland show, uh, The Wrestlers? I have actually. I've got um now there are episodes I still have on my DVR <laughs> that I have yeah that I haven't gotten to watch. But that's how I got introduced to a few other of the, of the independent names um that are going around now. Um I think Danhausen um was one that I, was, I saw. I believe it was the wrestlers. That was where I first saw. But that introduced me. Yeah, that that whole series on Viceland introduced me to some of the indie names that are going around now. I, I love Dan Housen. Isn't he great? <laughs> I mean, I, that's one. Now I haven't seen Dan Housen live yet. Um, I'm going to see. There's a Tampa show, um, Mania weekend. I'm going to get to see him. But he's one of the best social media presences. Uh, him and Warhorse. You know, they're they're kind of a, a team. <laughs> oh, him and Warhorse. But that those two, um, as far as social media right now, um, I would say they're kind of the kings of the independent wrestling social media scene. <laughs> It was like no swearing, ruleless. <laughs> yes, they're like two different personalities. It's like yes. watching two sides of the coin. Yeah, they're like they they work together well too. Oh, they mesh so well together. And and, and when you meet now, I haven't met Danhausen yet, but um, I met Warhorse right before Christmas. I um, went back to Nashville, and he was doing a Southern Underground Pro show. And Warhorse is just as cool in person. He has that whole, you know, all caps yelling out, you know, personality. 
and yet when you see him you know he's a little bit more chill he's not completely turned down but it's he's just as charismatic i mean charisma is the first word i think of when i think of warhorse he's got this great sense of humor that stays on and oh it's gosh. it's perfect it just fits his character perfectly and when i first saw him i you know it's been a while since I first saw him, a few months, but I had that first, you know, that first instinct. I'm like, oh, that guy kind of does look like Ultimate Warrior. He has stepped out of that whole. Um, um, he's that, his own personality. He really is. I mean, yeah, I mean, for people that kind of give him that first glance and think Ultimate Warrior, you have to definitely, you know, watch his, watch his promos, watch his videos. This guy is so much more fun. And just so much more just charismatic than the Ultimate he, Warrior could have dreamed to be. Oh, yeah. He's more multidimensional when it comes to, yes. like, his personality. And then on top of that, I'm sorry. Any, like, any man that headbangs to metal not even being playing in the, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that is hardcore. I was like, yes. I love this dude. Like, he is so great. He I've really never is. seen anybody shotgun, like, spring water. <laughs> Until I saw him. It was like. You want something? Um, you want something that's gonna cleanse your soul? <laughs> What's the name of that water company that has it in the can? What's it called? Oh, um, I can't like, think of it now. I know exactly what you're talking about. But people think it's beer when they, you know, they they kind of like look... Death Wish or something like that. Is the yes, name uh, something like that. But you know, people kind of give like, what is that? It's, it's spring water. <laughs> I was like, you know what? If I ever get a product like that, I want Warhorse to just yes. Just do it. I mean, heck, he even does it with White Claw. I'm just like, isn't that great? <laughs> I'm just like, it's like if you want a hardcore drinking night without all the calories, drink White Claw. Hey, <laughs> like, that's another thing. Warhorse is awesome at promotion. Just kind of like what you were saying with MVP. Warhorse is on that same level. He can sell, you know, products like his, his own merch. He's even good at you know just getting that over. So yeah, great self promotion and great just promotion in general. For Warhorse, oh I love him. Yeah, I'm, but yeah, he the indie so hyped. <laughs> the indie scene and people, you know, we 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 stay hyped for the indie scene, and people don't realize they're like, oh well, NXT and AEW, they've taken all the good indie stars. Like, no, they haven't. No, they they're, really haven't. For for every person that gets signed, for every Killer Cross that gets signed, there's another guy. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's a uh, Cowboy Steve Manders. You know, there is a Manders. Shout Warner. out to Manders. I love that guy. Isn't, that, isn't, I, isn't that great? I think I've met him a couple times. He's oh, he's nice. awesome. He's awesome. There's a Warhorse. There's a Danhausen. There is so much talent on the Chris NBC. Stadlander, one of my favorites. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Chris Stadlander is, you know, for people that have um, really put a lot of faith in, you know, people like Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Bailey, things like you, you really have to look at ladies like Chris Statlander, and you really have to look at like, even like, you know, Jordan Grace, and yes. you know, just, it, just all these women out there. Thunder on the Rosa. Indies. Thunder like, Rosa, thank you. So underrated, and Marty I'm so Bell. glad she's starting to get the recognition she deserves. Yes, I, but, I'm, I'm so proud of these women on the indie scene for, you know, because, you know, I think a lot of um, female fans will kind of get you know, sidetrack, they'll kind of fixate on just the WWE women. And I'm sitting there thinking, y'all, you've got to see what the future looks like. You've got to look at the big swoles. Yes, swole. Right. You know, Statlander, Marty Bell. Um, Marty Bell's one of my uh, particular favorites right now. Oh, I just, she is super cool, too. Isn't like, she the best? Nice. She's, right. uh, yes. I haven't met her yet. I, I really want to. I'm hoping I get to see her in Tampa, hopefully. 
Yeah, um, she frequents Kansas City a lot because she does Journey Pro out here because she used to do okay. this other promotion called NWL. Okay. When they used to have it out here, but then um, she does uh, she does some of the shows out here in Missouri. Yeah. And I met her like 50 million times already. She's like, I'm like, hey, Marty, what's up? <laughs> yeah, y'all on that level now. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. I'll, and that's another thing. Most of these indie wrestlers are really, they have this cool vibe. You don't have that unapproachable vibe that you feel um, when you get, a, you know, some of the other ones that have come up and got a little bit of, um, of talent, got a little bit of clout. You know, mm -hmm. these indie people are still very, very humble, which I think is important. You don't want to lose that. Very true. Mm -hmm. I completely agree because like, it, 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 like, for instance, like, before Shotzi Blackheart got signed to NXT, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She, I mean, shoot, she was doing like indie shows all over the place. Like she was oh, doing yeah. Bizarre Lucha. Yeah, she did the promotion out here in Kansas City. She was doing the promotion in St. Louis and mm -hmm. all over the place, all over the map. And to see her, you know, grow and she's already like growing a crazy fan base in NXT already, and she hadn't even been there that long. That is, that's great. She even broke out the freaking tank. She brought the pocket. She brought, <laughs> she brought tank. I was so happy when I saw that tank. I was like, oh, my God. They let her bring the tank. They let her bring the tank. Oh, Lord. <laughs> now, that's one. I, and I'm glad that, and I mentioned this on my podcast. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad that NXT is allowing that kind of freedom. I would not have expected that uh, maybe eight, seven or eight years ago, I would have expected her to come in with a completely different name, completely different look, none of the old gimmick, you know, because mm -hmm. you speak, you know, you, they would erase that. They would erase that and they would just make them over into, you know, what, whatever they thought the corporate wanted to see, I guess. But I like that. I like that um, Triple H or whoever's making that decision is letting them have that freedom. That That's yes. hugely important. You know, you, you come in with that fan base. Why would you want to change that? Why would you want to erase that and make it something else? Um, you know, let them have what got them over. I completely agree. And it's, and that's why, like, I won't hate. I, I, I don't try to hate on WWE too much because, like, at the end of the day, I still yeah. love a lot of these people. Yes. Like, cause I'm st I'm gonna be a Shinsuke Nakamura fan for life. Oh yeah. I don't care if he decides he wants to continue to wear the Elvis suit. <laughs> I mean, that that man doesn't even have to have great matches for me to still love him. Cause I know yeah. what he's capable of. What he what he can do. That's right. That's but right. Like, I, yeah, Nakamura is one that you know when you want to introduce fans to what current day WWE is like. That's one that I would show people um, what Nakamura is doing. Because, um, oh, yeah. you know, you, you try sometimes to get people back into the fold um, that haven't watched WWE. And, it, it, uh, you know, WWE is constantly evolving and changing from year to year. But when you want to introduce, you know, kind of people back into it, there are certain names that you point out. And, yeah, Nakamura is definitely one of them. Oh, yeah, the Nakamura versus Sami Zayn matches oh, and, yeah. um, and TakeOver. Yes. And I love Sami Zayn. I loved him when he was in El Generico. Yes. <laughs> or, or I mean, um, El Generico is somewhere in Tijuana. But yeah, he's yeah he's helping out those poor orphans out there. You know, God bless him. <laughs> God bless El Generico. We miss you. <laughs> but at least we got Sami Zayn. Yes, um, yeah, Sami Zayn's a good replacement. <laughs> I mean, and. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Yeah, Sami Zayn's a great replacement for that. No, Sami Zayn has always been, even when, you know, he first came in, and he wasn't, you know, when he first came into WWE, you weren't quite sure how he was going to go. Um, You know, we all wanted to see him, you know, see him do something with Kevin Owens, something like that. He has really come into his own WWE character, and I like that. You know, if they had to go and wipe the slate clean, he definitely rebuilt himself into mm-hmm. this new and wonderful persona. So, yes, shout out to Sami, Z- Sami Zayn for that. Oh, yeah, because I still love Sami Zayn. I love the fact that he's talking so much shit right now. <laughs> no, he's so good at it. I was like, Sami, I want to see you wrestle, but I love this, like, yes. I love this, like, annoying manager character you're playing right now. It's, it's wonderful. It, and we need that. I, you know, I think I think he realizes that we need that in wrestling. You know, we need those, like, those little, you know, annoying your manager characters, kind of like the Bobby the Brain Heenan back in the day. Yes. Um, we need that. And we, we somehow we kind of lost our way with managers. Uh, they're starting to slowly come back, I think. Managers are huge. That's the mouthpiece for the wrestlers that need a little extra amplification. They so need managers. Like Vega. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Exactly. And, and, you know, when you have that, and with Zelina Vega, I think, you know, like she's like this – Vicky Guerrero, but much more, you know, just in her own thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't you love it? I'm just like, it's just need- like, oh, mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. it's like you're making me really not like you. You're, right. Yeah. You're really, really good at what you do. Exactly. You're making me hate you, and I love it. <laughs> that's what that's what I feel. I'm just like, oh, it's like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's like, it's mm-hmm. sort of like when Melina used to scream in the ring, kind yes. of. She's, and she's sitting there yelling in angry Spanish, telling her, like, Andrade! Yes. Andrade yes. this, Andrade that, referring to him in the third person. Right, exactly. And then uh, every other word, Cayete, telling us to shut up. Cayete. Cayete. <laughs> uh-huh. This wonderful, that whole manager vibe. And I'm hoping they build more of that. We can't have enough managers, in my opinion. Because um, mm. back in the 80s, I know I'm, this is kind of back before a lot of people's time, that was all you had. When you had like Slick, you had Bobby the Brain Heenan, they had going even back to the Grand Wizard. That's, you know, a little back before my time. Um, Teddy, uh, Teddy Hart. Teddy Hart, thank you. That, yes, that you cannot have enough managers in wrestling. And that's just to me, you know, something that needs to become, needs to become a thing again. Uh, what uh, what was um what was the manager for um Harlem Heat? Um, Sherry, that was sensational Sherry. Or, 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 or I'm sorry, uh, Colonel uh Parker, Robert Parker. It was Colonel Parker, and then it was Sherry. Then it was Sherry. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I had to go back into my memory a little bit. But I had to yeah. think about that. I was like, yeah, they had Colonel Parker first. Cause yeah, and cause like they... Booker was just getting off of being GI Bro or something. Like yes. That. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> And that's another, you know, one of the WCW things, um, that that whole evolution of character, um, especially when Eric Bischoff kind of came along and took the reins. You had, um, and I, people have their own feeling about Bischoff. I personally, I love the guy because he really mm-hmm. did come in. He shook up the game. And I guess on the WWE side or WWF side back in that, you could say the same thing about Vince Russo. They both had this mindset of, we need to get in here and change this stuff up. We can't just have this GI bro. We need to have, you know, a much more tougher character. You know, I like that, that they came in, they did that. And of course, Dusty Rose and the, you know, the whole WCW team, they were a whole part of that too. Mm-hmm. But I think when Bischoff came in, um, you got a lot more of that attitude 
um, and competing with WWE. And then WWE had Russo on their side. So kind of those two butting heads, um, that was huge back in the 90s. And I, yes. I, I kind of miss that. I, I have a lot of nostalgia, um, as many do, for um, those days. But um, it's nice to see that things are kind of evolving back into that, where we have these, these huge characters coming out and much better than what they were when they first started. They just evolved into something much bigger and better. I completely agree. Because, oh, yeah. like, where we're going right now, it's just, like, I've, I'm just so happy that, like, we're in the best, like, years of wrestling. It's a boom period. It's, it's, it's really, uh, I, I knew this, I kind of saw this coming with the advent, the onset, rather, of AEW. I knew that we were we were on the verge of something and a lot of people will kind of go on well I think it's kind of dying oh I don't think they're getting that many viewers they were saying that 20 25 years ago they really were mm -hmm. um, even if the numbers aren't as huge as they were in 97 98 you still have a lot of people out there with that same fervor for wrestling there are people willing to spend their money um, to go to shows to go mm -hmm. to mania weekend so yeah we're in a boom period I mean this is my opinion, of course, people can disagree, but I think we're in a period now where there's going to be a lot of growth over the next five or six years. Um, it's going to be fun watching how things turn out uh, between now and, say, 2025. I completely agree because, like, the fact that there are just so many options now and there's so much access to these options, whether you want to go to the show mm -hmm. or you just want to watch it from home, Yes, there's, like, an app for it. For yes. everything, like, for everything, oh, Fight TV, boom, yeah, highspots.com, boom, oh, yeah, um, bar wrestling, mm -hmm. independent, um, independent TV, oh, yes, or independent wrestling TV, or fight. Um, I'm trying to, oh my god, there's so many, there's so there's, many different apps, you, oh yeah, god. there's you got well, Fight TV for me, and I'll, I'll put over Fight TV just because I love GCW so much. Uh, and they show, um, you know, not just uh, GCW, but, you know, you've got other promotions that'll air. And Fight's just a really good platform for that. Um, IWTV is awesome as well. But um, like with GCW, with people, I, I'm really, you know, my thing right now as of today is trying to get more people involved in GCW to come to the collective in Tampa. It's like that, ECW yeah, on steroids. Oh, my God. It's and as an ECW fan, um, as somebody that had to go back in the days and order the tapes and wait for the tapes to get to me. Oh my uh, gosh, yes. Fight TV is just a godsend because you have that whole uh, backlog. Um, now it's on IWTV as well, um, the whole GCW library. But you know, you don't have to wait. You can go and see it right there. And you know, if if you were an ECW fan back in the day, or if you're interested in what it was like, a lot of people got kind of get curious as to what it was because you know some people are so young they don't even remember ECW. Mm -hmm. GCW um, is what you need to be watching. That to me is the closest thing to the um, underground, if you want to call it an underground scene uh, that we had back in the 90s, um, even the XPW days uh, when ECW had uh, just done its last shows and you had XPW kind of rising out in, on the West Coast, GCW even has that factor in it. it it's just, mm -hmm. a, I mean, it's just a really strong promotion that gets a lot of, it, it takes a lot of flack. Um, oh, yeah. You know, outlawed macho, you know. 
Yeah, and I also got to give a shout out to um, CZW too, because yes, yes, I don't want to, I don't want to leave them out as well. Um, CZW. I did not know what a death match was until I saw CZW. <laughs> they, they'll let you know. <laughs> they will educate you on what a death I, match. I is. felt like I was dying watching the tournament of death. Uh, yes, yes, they, they, you, you see so many, you know, just spots with just you know glass or you know just chairs, you know, a just saw tables. blade, saw blade, weed whacker, <laughs> yeah, things that you would get arrested for um yeah that that whole that whole vibe that still exists it's it's not just you know um ecw had it in the past xpw had it it's still around you know czw's had it the longest yeah um gcw i think is uh turning it into a money making a really good money making Mm -hmm. venture um because they they have a you know with uh i guess with brett lauderdale and danny demanto they just really have a good promotion uh, or way of promoting uh, oh, their yeah. shows. Um, and, and, and then I, the fact that they uh-huh. did, did, I'm sorry, uh, no, the fact ahead. that they did Japan. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. So now, the, the Japan shows, I'll just go ahead and mention those. Um, all three nights, if y'all have not seen them, now they've been to Japan before last August. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd seen those shows, but that was really before I was into GCW. Um, and I honestly think this past week with these shows, that was even better. Yeah, just to give, uh, you know, if I were to go back and introduce GCW to anybody, I would start kind of there um, and work my way back. But those GCW in Japan shows were definitely something memorable. Um, yeah, y'all got to get out there and watch them if you haven't. That was some I'm, of the best. I've, I've never seen anybody get sidewalk slammed on a, a bunch of knives. Uh, that, uh, yeah, that, you might have to work your way up to showing people that part. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh. Dear yeah, Orin Zayt was yeah, he was he was on top of his game. Um yeah, all, oh. all three nights. That that spot in particular, um, that worried me. Um, and when I kinda I mean, I'm weird that way, but I'm kinda a fan of being worried, of being worried that people are gonna die in a ring. I like oh, you know, yeah. having that that thrill. Yeah, because like at the end of the day, like I want these dudes to go home yes. safely. You exactly. know, exactly. Like, but that nice spot, oh god. Oh my gosh. That I mean, yeah. It was like watching. It was like you know. I remember back when you were, we were kids or whatever. We'd like do the cutout of mm-hmm. like you know, you know, we'd like make a, like a stick figure cutout or something like that, and it like stretch out to be a whole bunch of stick figure cutouts. <laughs> that's, what, so, that's what his skin looked like. <laughs> that is a very good comparison. <laughs> his skin looked like that after being dropped in the night. That's oh, true. Like, Yes, that Who is a really good. Comp- was this spot for? I know. No, that is, that is the best compare. That's the best way I've heard it described yet. Actually, <laughs> I was just like, they don't chop this man's back into sashimi. <laughs> I was in. I was like, oh my was, gosh, yes, oh, chef's nice. That's Very that, high quality chef's nice. Yes, those were like that. That was the Ginsu shit. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like I just had to stop for a minute because like. I like paused and all I saw was just like in mm. full focus, like his back kind of yes. open up. Yes. And I'm that, just was, like, mm-hmm. that to me, that that was a moment. Um, you know, they have moments, you know, in wrestling. That was one of the moments of um 2020. And it's only February. <laughs> I mean, I was like, it was like burning my memory for the last couple of days. Yes, that yeah, I'll stay with you. That will stay with you. So y'all, if you haven't seen um the GCW in Japan shows night one, be forewarned that main event. Yeah, it's oh. it's a memorable one. <laughs> that, that was some gory, gory mess. Yeah, that got bad. That got bad. But I will say this, you know, for GCW, 
they take care of their wrestlers, you know, and you, even Amy. for crazy kid, you know, uh, that, you know, things happen and they take care of them. They, they did, you know, uh, session, photo sessions with fans to kind of raise money and things like that after the show. Kind of like with G-Raver um, with last summer at Two Cup Stuff when he came off the ladder and uh, got sliced up very, very badly um, and just had to go. I watched that live and I was sitting, sitting there thinking that was one of my first real instances as a GCW fan. I was like, oh my God, is that guy dead? Is he dying? Um, and of course, in the days that rolled out afterward, you had, you know, his GoFundMe for his surgery and just, you see all these wrestlers getting involved. That to me is also GCW. Um, yeah, they, they do dangerous shit. Family. I love yes, they, they, you know, you have these dangerous spots. Yeah, they're death defying, but if shit goes sideways, you still have people willing to help you and support you. Let's think about Chopper City for a minute. Good grief. Yes. I got dropped off of the freaking balcony. Yes. That Yes. And, and, oh. and, you know, and God bless her. I love Alley Cat. Another one that I've met in person, um, met her in Austin, um, and just love her because you could tell just by talking to her, she loves what she does. And she's willing to go all out for the art, you know, just for her craft. And, you know, being put in these situations, just like in Chopper City at the ghetto, in the ghetto you, you have, you know, where, where you don't know, you know, if they're going to be okay. But GCW, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, be as supportive as they can. They'll try to, to help as much as possible. It's not like they're leaving. I think um, one of the big um, misgivings people have about GCW is, oh, they just send them out there to do whatever, and they don't worry about what happens. No, they do. Um, mm -hmm. They really do um, have concern for the wrestlers, especially when they get in these high-risk spots. Um, yeah, they, there's concern there, and they do take care of people when things go wrong. I mean, heck yeah. I mean, I'd be like asking questions like, you're going to do what? Yes. And you're going to do what spot? Off of what balcony? <laughs> like, I remember J.J. Garrett just came out of nowhere from the balcony. Yes. I was like, <laughs> where did he come? Where did he even go? Yeah, where did he come from? They, they do these crazy, crazy spots. And they just almost, it seems like, no regard for their body. But, you know, they, they do. You know, they, they know what they're doing. They get out there and, you know, we can't forget as wrestlers, they, you know, they know their craft. Um, and they get out there and they do crazy spots, but at the same time, they, you know, know how to keep it safe. Um, and that's kind of why, as a fan, I um, don't necessarily uh, get down on death matches or things like that, because these are people that, you know, they know what they're doing when they get in there. And, you know, we as fans, we can sit here and enjoy it. We can critique it. But at the end of the day, it's the wrestlers that know what they're doing um, in the ring with their body um, inside you. Let them do their thing. And that's sit back and be a fan. Yeah, and then, yeah, exactly. That's why that's professional wrestling. And we sit back and enjoy it. Because mm, I'll tell you what, there are certain that, like, I, <laughs> oh. It's a lot. It's a lot out there that you wonder, uh, you question the sanity of, of the wrestlers and of the promotion. Um, but that's just, you know, it's a part of the entertainment. It's a part of the thrill. Um, mm -hmm. They did, you know, that's all designed just to, to thrill us and to make us worried, just to make us concerned, to get our attention. And I have to keep that in mind, too, because I'll be sitting here thinking that that guy has to go to the hospital. And they oh, do. yeah. <laughs> they got to go I get stitches. I, got a, I had a question. How, like, I just... GCW, I'm just going to ask this question out loud right now. Where, where do y'all get the budget for all these doors? <laughs> that is a damn good question. That's a lot of money. 
I mean, and if, if you watch a lot of these GCW, you see a lot of doors, you see a lot of light tubes, a lot of chairs. And that's, I mean, that's a lot of money being spent because that, that stuff ain't coming back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I'm like, look, I, I can go to Home Depot right now, probably get a door for like $20, okay? <laughs> so, I mean, they going through like 10, 15, 20 of these. Yes. And I'm just yes. like, where's this money coming from? <laughs> I was like, that must be like a good chunk of the ticket sales. It's like these $20 doors. Or do they get like, are they buying them by the bulk or something like that? Somebody like a- has, somebody out there working with them must have some kind of deal with Lowe's or Home Depot. They have to. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like that's a lot of doors. I'm like, they must be buying pallets of doors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because that's, I mean, I mean, at every GCW show that I've seen or, or I've gone to, I couldn't. I, I lose count of how many doors people go through. I lose count. Um, in in Austin at uh, Take a Picture uh, for GCW, I lost count of how many chairs. And of course, Brett Lauderdale, of course, was upset over the the chair destruction, <laughs> 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 among other things that got the uh, blown. I think it was uh, yeah, it was Ricky Starks and uh, Spider Nate Webb. I uh, went out there and just destroyed all these chairs that they weren't supposed to. And that was uh, yeah, that, that went over budget. Uh, so. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they're spending a lot of money on all this destruction. I don't know where it's coming from. You know, they're like, they're getting the door. Oh, you say you just see a whole bunch of fans passing the door? Yeah, 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 I did. I'm just like, I mean, like, I see what? they're cheaper than tables. I get it. Yeah, but, yeah, but that many? I was like, I was like, I've seen a, I've seen like multiple tables in like every other match tonight. What? The- <laughs> I think next time I see Matthew Justice, I think one of the first things I'm going to ask him, and it, it won't be a question I know he can answer, I'm going to ask him, approximately how many doors do you think you've gone through? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, um, Too many. Enough. Yeah, no, too many. <laughs> I just think it's a great conversation piece. Or how many doors do you think you've put people through altogether? <laughs> Oh, that's the same question to Nick Gage if I ever meet the guy. Yeah. Oh no, that's one you've got to meet. Um oh that's and that's uh one of the one of the best fan interactions I think anybody can have is meeting Nick Gage. Um, um him just like moshing with everybody when he first comes out. In, oh, it, it's it's a special, it's magic. I use that word a lot. I throw that word out a lot with Nick Gage, just magical, and I mean that. There is something to Nick Gage that is just beyond charisma. Um, and of course, you know, we're talking about a man with a past. We, mm-hmm. We're talking about a man that has legitimately gone through a lot of shit. But mm-hmm. at the same time, when you meet him and when you see him in person, when you see all this love that he gets, it's contagious. It really is. And just to meet him and see how down to earth he is. I met him um, in December at Wombat and, you know, just kind of hanging out and just, just he'll just introduce himself to you. Hey, I'm Gage. And I'm just like, wow. What a cool guy, you know. Yeah, he, sure. he'll, yeah I he'll was like, man, I want to be a part of your gang. I'm, I'm I, yeah. I'm yeah, exactly. And then I, you know, if you if you asked me a year ago uh, when I first started watching it, I used to be scared of the guy, quite honestly. I, you know, you'd see him; he looks intimidating. I mean, that and that's mm-hmm. by design. But when you actually go to the show, when you actually see what's going on, when you see these people getting out there and just being wild, chest bumping him, and he loves that shit, you're just like, man, I get it. I really do, and that, that's just one of the that's one of the uh, best people you'll meet, I think, in wrestling right now is Nick Gage. I mean, sure. I saw that clip of him, like, um, kind of like marching with that little girl. I was just like, 
<laughs> I love this guy. Isn't it great? And that, that's just so wonderful to know that, you know, he's, you know, yeah, he's intimidating. Yeah, he's a badass. Yeah, he'll get out there and he'll, he'll, he'll beat the shit out of anybody. But he loves, he, when he says that he loves the fans, that's genuine. That, that really is real. I mean, that's not just somebody saying something to sell tickets. That's not saying, you know, something just, you know, get people to, uh, you know, follow along with him or whatever. He really means that. And, right. and yeah, when yes. you meet him, you'll feel it. Yeah, because, like, just, like, the first Nick Gage match I see, and I'm just like, wow, this dude is freaking hardcore. Then mm -hmm. you just see, like, everybody will stop what they're doing just to hear what he's got to say. Yes, yeah. I'm he's got Yeah, he's got something about him um, that's just beyond charisma. I see why people call him the king for a reason. Oh, yeah, he is. He is. Man. <laughs> we have had the best time talking <laughs> about wrestling. I mean, seriously, like, I think we have suplexed everything I could think of. Ah, yeah. That, well, hey, if we, if there's anything we haven't covered, I am more than happy to come back. <laughs> Girl, you, you definitely have to come back for a part two, because there's a lot of stuff that's about to happen. Yes, we've got a lot. Of, and it's, like I said, it's only February, y'all. There's, there's a lot more this year left. There's Tampa. There's a lot going on. All these pay-per-views coming up. I mean... Girl, I have watched so much wrestling just in the last, like, month. Yeah. It's just like, there was, like, something always happening every weekend. There's also the, the weekly shows. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about, like, gosh, I'm like, can I keep up? Right. That's that's my thing, you know, and me coming back into, you know, because fans, people go out, in and out of wrestling sometimes, and it, I, I went out of, you know, being, a, not necessarily being a fan, but I stopped watching for about a year or so, took a year off of watching wrestling because I was just burned out on WWE. Mm -hmm. But this past year coming back and just getting into the indie scene, there's just so much to get into. And it's all good. It's almost just like you have this huge buffet in front of you. And you're not able to finish all the good, all the good stuff, all the good platters because, you know, you just, you're just uh, consuming so much. But it's awesome. And I love it. Man, because I'm just like, I don't know if I feel overwhelmed or just overwhelmingly happy. Yeah, that's a good way to put it too, Anthony. Girl, I'm I'm serious. Like like every it'd be like one minute I'm just sitting there and next thing you know, it's like ding Black Label Pro has a shirt on <laughs> right now. Yeah. You remember Look that one these. weekend they had like two or three different promotions playing the same night? It was, yes. And we've got see and I'm glad you said that. This weekend we've got oh. that same thing coming up. Tonight we've got uh AIW and tomorrow we've got CZW and then um national wrestling day so yeah y'all um tonight if y'all would just uh, tune into iwtv um a mm -hmm. lot of stuff going on just this weekend i mean all three days so it's just like five live five shows uh, being live streamed so get in on that join oh join yeah me. Join so me and i are going to be tweeting about yeah we will right be now. there <laughs> uh we'll be on twitter i'm yep. telling you right now because uh, i'm gonna put this episode out today well good because I'm going to be like, yo, y'all need to watch this. <laughs> Man, there's going to be so much going on. I can already tell AIW is going to be crazy tonight. Oh, yes. Yes, I can't wait. I, that's one I, uh, I've been waiting for that all week. I wasn't able to get out this weekend. Um, there is the uh, Southern uh, SCI Rumble in Tennessee that I was not able to get to, but it's good to have IWTV and all this stuff going on to watch when you can't get out to your live shows, uh, your local live shows like you want to. No, oh, this is going to be so fun this weekend. Yeah, because, like, shoot, I do, um, even when I'm driving or whatever, 
or you know, I'm doing my job because I do. Um, I'm a driver for uh, this uh, transportation company for railroad workers, and oh, okay. I'll have it playing in the background on the yeah. system, listening yeah. because I'm just like, he did yeah. what? I know. I I just can't miss. It. I feel like I I always have FOMO, always fear of missing out. So yeah, I'll always have something playing in the background, mm-hmm. or you know, just just so I can either hear it if I can't you know watch it at the moment. Just like yeah, just like kind of. Yeah, see what they're doing or, or be surprised at what somebody did. I just like having it as a part of my day. I completely agree. And also, I got to say one last thing because I'm really into this dude. Somebody signed Chris Bay. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. That is one of the best. Um, and Sarah, he's a nice fella. Wonderful fella to meet. Met him in Austin. Y'all, I would be very surprised if by the end of 2020, he was not in either AEW or NXT. That is how damn good he is. I mean, sure. He's, <laughs> what's crazy is I think he's done both of them in dark matches or something like that. He has. He has. And then he did Impact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think he did something in MLW, if I'm correct. He's been, yeah, he's been all over the place. I mean, I know he's based out of West Coast, but he'll travel. I mean, the man will get out there and travel. I would be very, very upset with the promotions if I did not see him someplace big and signed uh, by the end of this year, if not even by this summer. I'm about to say, New Japan USA signed him. Somebody. Somebody. They've got to. Chris Bay is one of the best that's going out there today. Seriously. I mean, that's sure, they already took my Regal Twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now see, the Regal Twins, I when I first saw them, I was like, hell yes. And then, you know, I, I, when it's like kind of what we were saying. When somebody gets signed, there's always somebody else right behind them coming up. So, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's what I love about the Indies. There's always going to be somebody there blowing everybody away. Well, yeah, and shout out to the Regal Twins, some of Kansas City's finest. Yes. Those, those dudes, super nice. But, man, to see them in a New Japan ring, I was so proud. Man. Isn't that great? I, I just love knowing that they, they, they are coming up. They are getting that recognition that they deserve, that they worked for. Yes. And shout out to all the independent wrestlers. Shout out to Gary J. Gary AKA J. Stiff Robo Ginger. Stiff Robo Ginger, yep. That's that. That's the homie right there. Um, shout out to Kurt Stallion. Shout out to yep. Jeremy Wyatt, Mance Warner. Man All Blur. the list that goes on. Slack. Yep. You know what? Hornswoggle. <laughs> yep, yep, Hornswoggle. Back on the indies. Yes, he, and you know what? He's doing a really good job. He is. He's being himself. He gets to go out there and be himself, and I, I, I like that. You know, this is the horn swoggle that we want to see, not not the sanitized, you know, kitty version. This is the horn swoggle that we want. <laughs> the one that, that isn't running around dressed as a leprechaun. Right. Yeah, we get the real one. We get the one with the sweatpants and the beater. Uh, yes. Being <laughs> like, <laughs> the realist. <laughs> And um, shout out to the Big Swoles, the Nyla Roses. Amen. Chris Stadlanders. Yes. Carl Sheeta, Riho, all the Stardom girls. Yes, Uh, all those ladies. Yes, love you all. Oh, and uh, oh, my girl Faye Jackson. Cannot wait to see you in Tampa. (laughs) Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. (laughs) And man, you know know what? Miss Jackson called me. Get you shoot your shot. Go ahead and get that shot in. I'm shooting my shot. Like, look, <laughs> I I know I'm only, I know I'm only thirty, but I promise you, Miss <laughs> Jackson, 
any man that can make Joey Ryan succumb. Yes. In a ring. <laughs> That's the woman. That is the queen. She, yes. she she has like the biggest dick energy I've ever seen in my life. She does. I mean, she is mama. She has that mama vibe, and I love it. I you know that's one of the ones. Um, honestly, I would love to see Faye somewhere huge, but she has such a great indie wrestling vibe about her. She can make. I mean, she she just makes the whole indie scene pop, and I love that. I I love it because it's it. Because I, I, I showed my brother her and Joey Ryan's mask because I told him about Joey Ryan. He's not even a big wrestling fan like I am. Uh-huh. But he was just speechless. She's that good. I mean, she and and um one other match, I will say this, her against Chris Dickinson at um, Pizza Party Wrestling's Pie Hard back in December. Uh, that's one. That's one definitely to watch. She I, and, I haven't seen that match. I'm about to see that. Her it's on IWTV. Go back and watch that. She and the Dirty Daddy got down. Yeah, because I love Dirty Daddy. I love Chris. Oh Dickinson. yes, oh yeah. Well, like that man has his own form of strong style that I respect. He's uh, that. That's another one. Another one that just like with Faye, he. I'd love to see him in a bigger promotion, but at the same time, making the indies lit. Stay where you're at. <laughs> oh yeah, because like, shoot. I'm sorry. The like. By the way, Team Dick strings all day. Yes. Yes, love it. I love him so much. And I, I'm, I'm so appreciative of Beyond Wrestling for introducing me to Chris Dickinson and letting me realize how good he is. Um, because, yeah, he's worked, you know, GCW, Beyond, uh, every, every place he got back from Australia, um, just got back from Japan. He is good in any promotion you put him in. Exactly. I would love to see where else he goes in his okay. career because – I, I'm a huge fan, like, of uh, just everything he's doing. Like, he's, like, he can be funny, but at the same time, he could also be some behind. Exactly. And shout out to the whole team, Pazuzu. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Uh, Pinky Sanchez. And, yep, yep. And then when Dan Housen teams it, up with him, Pazuzu Housen. Pazuzu Housen, that's right. <laughs> everything ends with Housen. Yeah. <laughs> no swearing. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, no swearing. Can't wait to see Dan Housen in Tampa. Uh, can't wait to see everybody. Everybody that's going to be in Tampa. Um, this is going to be a great time. I'm already ready. And we, we still got two months to go. I'm already ready. Are you going to Miss Jackson's on sweatpants battle royal? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> My I was, goodness. I was dead. And I was like, I know she was making, I know she was joking about it. When I was realized it was a real thing, I was just like. <laughs> it's going to happen. It is gonna happen, and it is gonna be great. When I found out that AJ Gray was a part of it, that that was that sold me. That that definitely sold me. And then Crontime's part of it too. Crontime and Chris Bay, you gotta have all those dudes in it. I yeah, I can't miss that. I cannot miss that. <laughs> I was like, I was just like, wow. Yes. This is this is escalated quickly. Oh yeah, she yeah. I, that's gonna be something to watch. Um, that that's actually one of the ones besides for the culture. That's one of the ones I'm most looking forward to. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not really trying to see some of my favorite wrestlers' dick prints. So I might, <laughs> might skip that one just because, like, I'm, I'm going to share it because I like Miss Jackson. So I'll share it because I know there's, like, I got, like, wrestling fans that are ladies. I, like, that might be a little bit more yeah. Mike-esque. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. That, so that was, will be. I was like, so to all the ladies – um, that want to see um, good-looking wrestlers in sweatpants with dick yep. prints, go check out Faye Jackson's Sweatpants Battle Royal. 
it will be it'll be that show ladies it will i'm gonna be there i would not steer you wrong it will be that show <laughs> wear goggles because you might get your eye poked out <laughs> <laughs> It, yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Couple girls are gonna walk out with an eye patch. I had a great time. <laughs> That's why, why you got an eye patch on? I want the Faye Jackson sweatpants. But <laughs> damn, <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> oh man. So next time, if Tiffany comes, okay. So if Tiffany comes, uh, goes over there in April, right? Yep. And she goes to the show, mm-hmm. and we decide to do an interview, and we end up doing video, or whatever. If she comes <laughs> back with an eye patch. We know why. Y'all know. Y'all will know damn sure why, and I will have the best story to tell. <laughs> it's like, shoot, it's, it's, it's like it's gonna be. She coming back like John Moxley with the eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. <laughs> okay, I quit. I'm done. Oh. <laughs> Y'all, this has been a blast. Girl. Mm. Tip, seriously, girl. Thank you so much. Hey, Anthony, for- anytime. Like I said, I, I enjoy this show. I, I love being a part of it now that we've had a, just this wonderful conversation. Yes, please invite me back whenever you can. Oh, you can come back a thousand times if you want. Wonderful. Like, <laughs> like sincerely, like uh, this has been super epic. Um Seriously, thank you. And for everybody out there, like, where can they find you on social media? Okay. So you've got me on Twitter. Now, I will say Twitter is my main thing. I'm, I'm at that Rose Tattoo on Twitter. Um, every now and again, I'll if I take a really good picture, I'll put it on Instagram. And that's uh, also at that Rose Tattoo. Um, my shoot website, if you want to call it that, is just my kind of a photography website and blog, is thatrosetattoo.com. And then, of course, if you are into reading wrestling reviews and recaps, if you will visit Bum Wine Sports, just uh, do a search for Bum Wine Sports, and you will see my wrestling reviews there. Well, you heard her, guys. You need to go check out her stuff, check out her content. This, I'm saying like this, like, it's super awesome. Not only to have a fellow wrestling fan, she's a woman who's very empowered in what she enjoys. And I I really got a shout out to all the ladies of fans, um, lady fans of wrestling. Oh, yeah. Sincerely, we appreciate you. Um, to the men, we also appreciate you, too. It's good to see diversity of fanship going on throughout the wrestling culture. We need more of that, and we all need to come together. Yes. Because when it comes down to it, this is a special community um, between not only – um, not only the fans, but the wrestlers, too. Absolutely. So teamwork makes the dream work, sincerely. That's the truth. That is the truth. And with that, you can find me on uh, social media at Delivery Bros Pod on Twitter, Delivery Bros Podcast on Instagram. Um, even my Anthony Anthem on Instagram, Anthony Anthem on Facebook, or Delivery Bros on Facebook. And, um, oh, website, Delivery Bros Podcast dot wordpress.com and um yeah um we're making it sexy and we're making it happen and um with that my guys my ladies my name is anthony anthem aka black fabio aka the midnight marauder aka mr aka and you just witnessed a great episode of the blood (laughs) 
Delivery Bros.